you know so when i was a kid i whenever we, i used to go to some other uncle or auntie's house for a party or something or i used to go to my friend's house i would excuse myself to go and use the washroom and then i would go through the drawers and the cabinets and shit in the washroom and one time i found like a pack of condoms and first of all i screamed a little bit because i was like i only i only see this in the ad before the movies and shit and then i stole one so what the fuck <laughs> So ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the 9 to 5 your favorite weekly variety show back again even though we missed two weeks you know about that we're going to address it later this your favorite weekly variety show right here right now hosted by your two favorite morons sarthak parinevi in here boys all right so before we start we always do these quick ass updates about whatever has been happening on our twitter and everything we've been gone away for two weeks we'll talk about that later but we finally hit 50 followers on twitter and as i look at the twitter feed right now we're already at 55 followers basically even though i know it's not too many big numbers but the growth is still staggering and it's so pleasing just to see how the numbers are just climbing and climbing and how the interaction is going up and you know every time uh, sarthak and i we just talk on the phone it's like crazy how the numbers just just increase every time uh literally we had we have this little whatsapp group and i texted that you know uh, our numbers have been really good today and we might hit 50 followers today and literally and then i just slept and a couple of hours later sarthak just texted me you know what we hit 54 already or 52 already or some shit and we just so stoked and you know i guess we owe a thank you to all of you for all the support all the love all the everything and we can't wait to produce top quality content for all of you Ooh, long intro, long intro. I should definitely shut those, like, cut those down a little bit. People don't want to listen. People don't want to listen to this raspy asshole talk about his Twitter analytics. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, pretty sick. So first of all, uh, we have this thing because we're super new to the podcast community, and uh, Twitter is like a really big and expanding space and you know every podcast episode we start we've had some new friends or some new interactions or some shit and we're always so stoked to let you guys our audience know who who we've been listening to and who who we've been talking to and who who we fuck with and this time shout out goes to the bonely podcast tim and ryan crazy motherfuckers never fail to make us laugh So, so their Twitter is at uh, Bonely Pod, and we're definitely going to put a link to those guys uh, in the in the description or the bio of wherever you're listening to. You should 100% check them out. Literally, you know, we st- we started following each other when we were at like uh, we were at 20 something followers. They were at 50, and now they're already shot past the 100 point, and they deserve the balls out of it. So fucking funny. We never. you know get, get just get bored by listening to them or reading their tweets and they've been nothing but nice to us uh, on twitter and everything and we just wanted to shout them out because those guys are awesome so you should check those guys out bonely pod on twitter and uh, the bonely podcast on what have you just put the link in okay so that takes care of our uh, what do we call what should we call the segment uh, <laughs> i don't know like it's been two two weeks i don't like I'm just totally. Ha! I mean, I feel I'm feeling a little thrown off too. I mean, 
I'll get there. I guess. We should probably start. I mean, even though I said we're going to do it later, but we have absolutely zero structure right now. So you should probably address where we've been gone for two weeks. And mm-hmm. and before we address that, I mean, I I like how we behave. Like there is like millions of followers just waiting for those <laughs> for our podcast episodes for the past two weeks, and we didn't do jack shit. <laughs> All right. So why did we miss two weeks? Last episode before we, I mean, uh, last episode we had mentioned that uh, you know we're gonna have exams and shit because we got school, even though it sucks. The Indian schooling system sucks, but we got school and we had exams and shit, and we just got so kind of sucked into it, and we just couldn't find the time. Fuck y'all, but definitely, <laughs> <laughs> but. Holy shit, dude! School is a dark place. Like oh. <laughs> one time we were just criticizing it, like fuck this shit, fuck the education system, and five minutes later we're like, nah, I need to study. <laughs> Gonna like get my ass broke. <laughs> Weird place, dude. India, this is. I think this is way more, uh, you know, specific to India. It's like your worthiness in life is judged based on your twelfth grade marks and like your college. So I mean, I, and I bet this is there in most countries where you know if you get into a good college, you you know you're not categorized as a good for nothing. But in India, yeah, so it's like a proper social pressure. Ki you know, if you nahi jayega to gaand mati. You know, ah, and beyond all that stuff, the thing is, people outside have no idea how stuff in India works. They ah, have no idea. Like no idea. I I saw a few tweets about uh, this guy. Uh, On Twitter called "Don't Be a Dickhead." That's oh, a yeah, good yeah. podcast to listen to a few episodes. Hundred percent. And talking to them, and uh, you know, like about we were just talking about the whole ass whooping the Indian kids get. <laughs> so, and that guy got concerned into asking us if he should send us a child line. Ah, oh, <laughs> well. I I just really want to you know go up to the guy and tell him that this kind of shit is completely normal out here. Like uh, ass soaping is like your basic uh, nutritional requirement. <laughs> All right, you, you you need to get beaten up. If in anything, I do support the part that kids need to get beaten up. Dude, All like you know how it's a stereotype that Asian kids get beaten up with a wooden spatula and like get belted and shit. I mean, even though it's a stereotype, it's one hundred percent true. 100%. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I was like, in the middle of it, I got scared. Holy shit! If this guy says it's not true, I would definitely, you know, reconsider all of my childhood because uh-huh, I the... get, you know, beaten up by all that stuff. Okay, so like, I was honestly speaking, I was like, I got fucked up. I guess like up till when I was in like second or third grade. That's it. Ha, same. Like that. I guess that was like the peak of my. You ha, उतना ही होता है वैसे उसके आगे एक दो चप्पल वगैरह like like somebody hits you with a shoe or something. Ha, That's like normal. Then, then you get agile. Then you start dodging. <laughs> right. And then you know that it's not gonna cut it. Then your parents know that basic slaps and belts are not gonna cut yeah, it. Yeah, so like then I started running, right? But dude, like talking about cable TV, dude. I mean, the, uh, I had cable TV all the way till I was I was in uh, I think I was in first first grade when mm-hmm. we swapped out. So I think you like five when you were in first grade, right? Right. So that is two thousand and eight, eight or nine, something like that. Then then we got like the dish, <laughs> and and I dude 
like so one of my friends got the dish before we did and i remember we would just all we we would tell our moms that we going down to play in the park and shit and then we were all just gather at his place and watch like cartoons for like an hour then we'd walk out of his house sprinkle water all over our faces get like walk, like run a lap around the park and we get all red face and shit and just walk into the house like a boss to do those was some of my best childhood memories but the lack of overall exercise and the increase in snacks and kfc chicken made me obese so uh i mean there's like i guess two sides like to all the indian teenagers like there is this one moment unless you're like the very privileged kind every one of us has seen the moment where you know we switched from the cable tv oh, yeah. to a proper satellite and that was like a very defining moment like at least uh-huh. for me uh, like if you don't know about cable tv it used to be like you know you're switching channels and like the channels like if you have, don't know about cable tv you you're too young to be here man like just like go ha uh, you're just yeah, too you're young just, to yeah, be here and like you have dumb. not struggled enough ha uh, you should so like go a, watch some decent cartoons listen to our last episode you know get woke a little bit and then come back definitely <laughs> it used to be so weird like i like for a week i knew that my channels are 78 79 and 80 that's it <laughs> then the next week some stuff happens and the 78 79th and 80th channel don't exist yep they just <laughs> cease to exist and you don't know over a uh, you know collection of a thousand or two thousand channels you don't know where your channel and then you just sit like switching the channels one by one till you get the number and then you write and then i would write them down on a piece of paper and stick it on the wall definitely that stuff used to happen like i went to like a friend's place that guy used to have like a related notepad by his side and every time he saw something that interested him like a channel so he used to like write that shit down it's me like weekly charts hote the <laughs> so, that was messed one up time, one time one time so i had i had a similar situation and i remembered the numbers always so i put in the number and the channel numbers had changed and came on like uh, like a really ghetto indian version of mtv and there was like a music video of like an imran hashmi movie and and for those who don't know our because our a large part of our population is uh, is foreign imran hashmi is basically like uh, what what you americans would uh, call a sleaze ball so so i one of the imran hashmi music videos just came on and and i saw him like getting uh, frisky with the, with the girl for lack of better verbiage <laughs> he started getting frisky and i just stood there with my mouth open okay so this is first grade all right i i didn't know jack shit that type that i'm just sitting I there totally imagine your face with my hands on my pants and like uh, uh, and and i know nothing about what's happening down there i didn't even think anything could happen down there i'm just sitting there with my hands in my pants and nah. my mouth open <laughs> But for you, like, can imagine like little Parne's face, <laughs> like, the whole expression going. I came looking for copper and I found gold. <laughs> I found gold and I found uh, tons of it. But then, like, no. But then, did the music video change and it was like some bullshit? When then I just went back to cartoons uh, or whatever. I you I was a big fan of Dance India Dance. <laughs> 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 Dude, I I watched every single episode of the first season, but then then it got just like weird and saturated and shit. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> dance in your dance, God. <laughs> uh, good times though, man. Ah, uh-huh. like we used to watch all sorts of bullshit that was like on TV. Like, you, did you watch CID? I did. I did. Oh like, yeah, CID, dude. 
come on man like i, I so the thing with cid is like crime investigation <laughs> department which was like a tv it was like a cop tv show it was like that was like the local premature mcu for us like ah, i exactly man it was like, it was like miami vice but like desi yeah that's uh-huh. what it was so like they uh, had cro- crossover events with other series and oh, like kids were using yeah. shit <laughs> dude there was this there was this episode in which uh, one of these one of the cops in it his name was daya and he gets married daya ki shaadi was the name of the episode and, <laughs> and that was supposed to premiere like really late at night at like 10 or something and i was in like third or fourth grade at that time and that was the first time i like i was up later than bedtime because i wanted to watch like a tv show or some shit uh-huh uh the dude fucking golden days man i didn't give a shit i once picked up like a bd off of like a bd is like a really okay so you know how a cigarette is just like tobacco roll in that paper and shit a bd is a very cheap version of that which are made for people who can't afford cigarettes and it's like um if a cigarette is say this is just to put a comparison if a cigarette is say 50 cents a bd is like 1 cent that's literally the kind of thing there is and it's supposed to be harmful whatever so we were playing like this uh, detective game or this like chase game or some shit and i wanted to be cool so there was this little ledge and i put my foot up on that i picked up a smoke bd from the floor and i puffed on that shit when i was in second grade when i flexed and dude literally and i and i bet because i tasted it a car had run over it like 5 minutes ago okay i am more concerned about how at that age you knew that a car had run over it like because it was string tires or something <laughs> it was in the middle of the road and it was squished in a very peculiar fashion ah right yeah so. every kid has done some really dumb stuff back in their childhood like oh yeah at kids are fearless man like i i didn't give a shit about like i didn't care where i was what i was like whatever was on my mind right now like uh, the new kids like the kids who are like 11 or i like how you say just like new kids like like just new dumb dumb shit like they haven't been through a single struggle like they don't know how it how messed up it used to be trying to you know like navigate through with a cable tv and they just out all the good shit so they just new kids so i guess the parents of these new kids have been able to you know study and like interact with the whole uh, talk the conversation of you know explaining your child what text is is like you know oh, very yeah. oh, yeah. like for us it was just very how would you even put it like this no one wanted to talk about it back then like people weren't that woke back then and even if they were it used to be like if you knew your shit like your parents were good enough they explained stuff to you and you were like you know the <laughs> beacon of knowledge for your own homies you're like you know what my parents told me today and you just know you give them all that knowledge and some of them get some stuff some of them don't and they tell their parents and it all just gets you know blown out of proportion i, I was once caught in in school with a picture pic, like a picture dictionary and i was showing the other boys what a boob is And I, and I and the teacher uh, caught me doing that <laughs> dude but you know what um, you saying this about you know uh, recent par- par- people who become parents in the more recent times have a you know have better communication skills with their kid and i don't know if it's an effect of media in general or or how that they are from slightly recent times or something you know that's a whole different conversation but you know i think that uh, 
because I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day and he was like, uh, you know how most kids fuck up in some form of the other kids of our age who 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah. they, they screw up because they can't get the best advice, uh, which they should in a, when they're stuck in a pickle, which is the advice that they get from their parents. And this is a fact. You know how, so sometimes you get stuck in a weird ass situation and just because you don't have a very good connect with your parents, uh, you don't go to them to ask for advice or ask for consolation. You go to some dumb friend who's probably dumber than you and that dumb friend gives you some dumb ass solution and you imply that solution and you, and you just get stuck in like a, in like a quicksand situation, right? And this has happened to me way too many times, like can't deal with studies, uh, smoke pot. Like I've heard this way too many times, right? <laughs> like, and, and you know what? I'm not afraid to say I've taken this advice, but uh, yeah, okay. it's not, not okay. Like I, I'll, I'll bring up more of these stories as we grow up and you know, there's less risk of somebody from our school or some teacher uh. listening to this shit and like just screwing us in the ass. But, but my point being like, you know, whenever kids, I mean, I think most of the population that listens to our shit is just like around our age. So my thing is that, you know, whenever you stuck, you know, just like let your ego go, man. And, and talk to your parents about it. Surprisingly, I mean, and, and I know most people will be like, nah, dog, you don't, you don't know how my parents are. Bro, like if, if, if any parent sees their kids uh, like struggling or whatever, I mean, more often than not, they're gonna, they're gonna walk you through it. And you should, and you should actually take that, you know, you should, what's happening, bro? What was that noise? Mm, I had no voice, nothing at my end. You good now? Uh huh. All right. So, so basically, just my point being that you know, it's more often than not the way you can avoid problems is by talking to somebody who's actually had some genuine life experience about shit. Because I mean, believe it or not, I learned this by doing many, many things, but. You know, your parents have grown up the same way as you have, and they have been in multiple similar situations, believe it or not. And, you know, they pretty much always know what's right for you. So maybe, and this is just in particular addressing to that one friend we were, I was having this conversation with, you know who you are, but you, I know you listen to the podcast, <laughs> but you know, sometimes when you're stuck, maybe let your ego go once, bro. And, and and talk, talk to you, talk to your adults, you know, talk. To and you. I guess the thing is like, as kids or like even now when we're just you know we're still figuring stuff out we're somewhere along the lines have had our own assumptions that our parents are not gonna understand the stuff that mm-hmm. we're going through like that is one weirdest assumption to make and yep. if anything i have done that right i'm like out here being a big ass hypocrite but i have done <laughs> that i've had my own everybody's been there man it's no big deal yeah yeah so it's just a very natural assumptions like no one even tells us stuff like that we just you know assume about ourselves like how they're not gonna understand this stuff and we and the problem is that like both ends all right so you at your end think that your parents are not gonna understand stuff and somewhere like these a few parents i have seen that they want their kid to you know figure out stuff on their own without any sort of help but the problem is when they let go and, you know, let go of the reins and they just say that you should figure out stuff on your own, they might falter. It's very natural. They might falter and they just get scared to talk to you and like to get back to you on a particular mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So that gets, you know, that just starts the whole communication gap, which could, you know, 
build into something way bigger yeah man and you know what i i've seen multiple people some of them are adults who've told me this about their childhoods is that they hated their parents and had poor relationships with their parents and you know some time or the other they came around you know and and then they and then they realized that you know they won't have gone through as much as a shit storm if they would have just you know consulted with their parents you know and and you know what it's it's like kids have huge ass egos nowadays like i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm like a victim actually not a victim i'm like a perpetrator of this shit because even i i'm pretty you know i have like a pretty big ego sometimes egotistical i just wanted to say testicle but right i i, I got to that <laughs> yeah so so you know it's most of your problems are just dealt away with if if you can be like ah oh, screw it you know what i'm already stuck why should i be a dickhead about it and you know most solutions are actually rather simple but your judgment is clouded by your ego and the simplest choice which you can make is you know go to the person who's the closest to you and that probably would be those who inserted or uh, gave away various organs of their body to produce you you know so just literally you just make it seem like you were born out of a sacrifice or something but <laughs> that, that does not look good <laughs> giving in your various organs to give birth. man that's not that's not how please like if you ever have kids don't explain it to them like i gave some my organs to you that kid is going to be more scared than no, happy i said right? gave in some of their organs to some other people so that you could be made dumbass come on <laughs> I had a very different picture okay uh, yeah dude you thought some like lord voldemort shit man like come on <laughs> 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 see <laughs> i i'm not going to have like yeah man <laughs> dude I like I, I, i'm I, i'm that super paranoid dude with like the double condoms and shit i'm <laughs> <laughs> dude okay so like you know what uh, have you seen the the sitcom the 70s show uh huh so you know how donna she goes on birth control even though she isn't doing it with eric right and so dude, like i don't get it why would somebody want to go on birth control which has known which like causes known hormonal changes when they're not even going to do it it's i mean what was the point of you know like what was the point of showing that i guess it was just to show that she was you know like taking a precaution against life fucking her up no! like she does get so messed up because that's a good one that's a good one i honestly thought she was just like paranoid about like getting pregnant by sitting on a toilet seat or something because that did happen once like you can check that out on the internet but i mean damn bro <laughs> protection against life fucking you that's in that we need I don't know man like so should men also start taking that, birth control not where i was getting to but <laughs> okay <laughs> like if if that's your i don't know man, that's just weird why would you even say that like why why uh, would you want to get on birth control you're what a 17 year old kid i i'm 16 by the way 16 yep okay even that, that that's just worse right <laughs> that's just worse. That's worse you should be just eating i don't know eat a burger man like why <laughs> that's just weird. oh you know uh, your birth control and and us talking about like being kids and shit reminds me uh you know so when i was a kid i whenever we, i used to go to some other uncle or auntie's house for a party or something or i used to go to my friend's house 
I would excuse myself to go and use the washroom and then I would go through the drawers and the cabinets and shit in the washroom. And one time I found like a pack of condoms. And first of all, I screamed a little bit because I was like, I only, I only see this in the ad before the movies and shit. And then I stole one. So. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you did? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So those two people married and having sex, right? So they mm-hmm. are definitely using condom. Everything's good. But you stole one. Oh, <laughs> one missing. <laughs> so either of them lose oh. it and the other person doesn't do it. And if they're keep, you know that there is a count. Every time you use one, you know that how much are left. And you just stole one. Alright, uh, I was way more concerned with if it fell apart, you could be the reason to it, man. You could be the reason to it. Dude, you know what the first thing I noticed about it? It was just so damn sticky. The the con the thing okay it's like yeah 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 very different than uh, like what you think of it to be hundred percent dude I thought it was gonna be like dry and covered in salt covered in <laughs> I, I really need to go back in time and you know ask the little you some very serious questions saw it it's not me man it's my bringing possibly <laughs> salt like. Uh, dude, I used to, I was like a little bit of a kleptomaniac, man. I, so I had one of my... I uh, can see that now. I yeah, all right, dude. That was just one time. I don't I don't steal other people's contraception, all right? That was just one time. Good times, though, man. Like, you know, like, uh, I was I was a pretty fearless kid, though. Like, I mean, aside from all the stealing and all the sociopathic shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was... Uh, so once I had... I was at a party. So and I and I was having like a like a, I was sick or something, but obviously it's a party. We was gonna get like chips and juice, so I obviously went. So and you know, in I think this is more Indian than anything that like at, at the end of the party, some auntie or some uncle is always like singing and shit, like uh-huh. and, like just flexing. And, and they had, are in no position to flex. Uh-huh, absolutely are, not, are, dude. They, they sound like you know. Flex, yeah, it sounds like a jaguar has got like a piece of glass stuck in his throat <laughs> and he's trying to yap it out. You know, that's how most of them sing. And so I was just like laying. I had my head in my mom's lap and I was just like trying to sleep so that my dad would just like carry me out and then just plop me onto my bed like always at the end of every party because I was always too tired to walk back home. And this auntie starts singing, and I'm like. This woman needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So I look up. I go like. Shh. <laughs> then I keep my head back in my mom's lap and I doze off. <laughs> and there's what my mom does. My mom smacks me in the head. And then she goes, she says to that auntie, go on, go on. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, And, you know, that was the point when I realized adults have no respect for kids. Ah, of course, like, you know, doing dumb stuff like that, you would, like, you're ought to get a meeting like that. <laughs> Come on. You, you are forgetting where you're from, okay? They you're see. Forgetting where you're from. <laughs> so, and that stuff happens, man. Like, the, actually, to be very honest, like, you know, you had, of course, there was no mistake at your end. You just did not know how society works. Like, yep. you're not supposed to point out other people's flaws. Like, this is a very major thing out here. You cannot point out other people's flaws without, you know, getting... You have to sugarcoat it, right? Like, whatever you want, you got to sugarcoat that shit, man. But I didn't know that. I was just like, uh, shut up, dumb bitch. And, <laughs> and since I didn't know that exact verbiage, I just went like, shh. 
and the internet was switching up to broadband and wifi there was like a lot of transition going oh, on oh yeah yeah so we had like now along with just english uh, we along with hindi music channels also had two english music channels uh, i guess the h1 9xm oh yeah i remember yeah, so those two things right so those came up and it was like all good and so i again <laughs> me with my you know cable tv pe navigating wali skills i look out and I, this is the very first song i heard like the very first english song i heard it okay. was rude boy by <laughs> right now let's stay with me here all right stay with me so it was just a very upbeat song like if any of you want to listen to it i'm pretty sure some of you might have listened it's to it too but it's a bop it's 100% a totally it's a totally bop so i'm just listening to it i was like okay this stuff is lit like this is some good stuff right there so i'm just you know like that was the first song i went up to you know like went up to google searched out the lyrics and i was like yeah i'm going to sing it and i'm going to sing it right <laughs> so <laughs> I, i did not know what any of those words meant i just knew it was a bop and i just wanted to sing it that's it like that's just what a very innocent wish looks like all right so i get i get the song memorized and i'm singing it so if for those of you who haven't listened to it the lyrics go something like come on here rude boy can you get it up come on here rude boy is you big enough now imagine a 6 to 7 year old guy singing this right in front of his parents and pretty much in front of everyone you know i'm just trying to be flexing i'm just trying to be cool in front of my friends and Ki- their parents that english songs let's let me like that used to be the shit so you know you're cool if you're singing some english songs all right so and then it's like i'm gonna let you be the captain i'm gonna let you do your thing i'm gonna let you be the rider oof and i had no idea what it meant and my mother i guess she told me twice or thrice that i should not be singing it i was like why why didn't you like just not let me sing it it's just such a cool song and she did agree to it but she's like you just shouldn't sing it like of course she didn't explain it to me but i don't know man like ah uh, what 10 years later listening to all of it again it brings on some very displeasing memories young and dumb man but I, i like i used to rap eminem and shit and and i didn't know half of whatever i was talking about but dude that's why like people just shrug shit off cuz you're a kid man like that's the advantage of being a kid and i sometimes miss that you know it's like a free pass to be as politically incorrect as you want now if i sing some shit like that in a party people are going to give me like you drunk those kind of looks you know definitely yeah so miss like anyways i mean this is like a pretty legit conversation like some pre- dude why does every episode of the 95 end with us like having like a super like legit nostalgia trip aha uh-huh. so i oh, really do enjoy all that stuff dude nostalgia like that reminds me so in uh, one time 
I so uh, where I lived when I was in the first or second grade, we used to live on the sixth floor. Okay, mm-hmm. and it was winters were just like finishing, so people had their uh, those bulky ass blankets out on their balconies uh-huh. to dry out in the sun once before they were kept it inside because India and like changing with changing weather and shit. Mm-hmm. So. So I I filled up these water balloons and since I couldn't tie the knot at the top I just decided to let them go from the top of my roof. So <laughs> I let 3 4 just like I just scooped them up, held them from the top and just let it go and they and they let out a stream of water behind them as they were going down and so there is this old Karen as we would call her right now. <laughs> she lived just like right underneath our house like on the 5th or 4th floor mm-hmm. and I drenched her blanket and she, so she called at my house she goes like your son is dropping water and my mom picked up the phone and she <laughs> and then she tells me what the fuck you're doing and i said it wasn't water mom it was a water balloon and she goes like come here you fucking low iq son of a bitch and she, <laughs> i got a i got a slipper for that one i remember <laughs> anyways all right i think all right we've been going on for way long it's like 45 minutes we're going to try and chop this one down to like 40 somehow but you know this has been good i like this i like uh, i mean i think we got off a little rocky i didn't know what i was doing at in like the first 5 minutes but it's uh-huh. not like i ever do so you know why i think it's i think this is a good we're back episode and uh, i don't know where we are on the two episodes per week thing because i mean you like uh, we got lives I guess, <laughs> I guess. So, but we'll keep you updated. Uh, so, you want to call it right now? I guess. Let's yeah. Call it and All focus right. on other thing. Like uh, something studies, fruitful. Studies. Something. Again, that shit is gonna come back every fucking time. Yeah, we should really do something fruitful. All right. Anyway, I I guess that's the end of it. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to the fourth. Episode of the nine to five. Already, for, dude, my dog just had a minor sneeze attack. Man, the fuck is wrong with this guy? All right. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning into the fourth episode of the nine to five. Uh, we love you all. Follow us on Twitter, Spotify. Uh, just go to our anchor, man. You'll see all the platforms we're on. We're on Google Podcast, Castbox, uh, Spotify is our is where our focus is actually, and and most of our updates are on Twitter. and i don't know if you guys are into it but maybe you could start on, on youtube or something i don't know let us know like we love to respond to people who come into our dms and and, and shit okay that sounded a little bit wrong but we love interacting with you guys so you know what just just hit us up in there and, and we'll for sure get back to you uh anyways thanks so much for listening let's go and let's, that's it up yeah and that this outro sucked